It's the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? Welcome in. It is week four. The Texans are back at home again, finally. It seems like they've been gone forever. It was really just two games. But they're back at home, and they're hosting the L.A. Chargers uh, for Sunday's game. And they're looking to get their first one of the season. And the Texans do play much better at home than they do typically on the road. They're hoping this fan crowd will really help get things going, turn things around, because, man, we've lost some close games this year. They have been crazy close, and uh, there have been a lot of injuries throughout the league. The Texans, not so much. When you look at the Chargers, they are so banged up heading into this game. We saw what Justin Herbert was doing last week with the injured rib cartilage, and uh, heading into this week's game, their left tackle, Rashawn Slater, and Joey Bosa both placed on IR. And if you look at the injury report, guys like Keenan Allen, J.C. Jackson, a lot of them are very limited in practice, and don't really know who's going to play. I mean, I think Keenan Allen especially, we don't really know what his status is. So it's going to be an interesting matchup for the Texans. And you know what? It doesn't seem to matter because they've dealt with some injuries in their previous two games and still have not been able to pull out the wins. Uh, the Texans, that is, last week, David Montgomery, the week before Jerry Judy. So uh, not to take any game lightly, but, man, did the Texans need a win this Sunday. Uh, They're hoping to get it against the Chargers. And so we're going to go behind enemy sidelines with team reporter Haley Elwood. She covers the Chargers. I actually had a chance to catch up with her last year as well before that week. Week 16 game, which, wow, we did not see that coming. The Texans put up their best offensive performance, and it was in a game where you had so many guys out with COVID. In fact, if you look at the starting offensive line for that game for the Texans, it was Jerron Christian at left tackle, Cole Toner at left guard, Jimmy Morrissey at center, Max Sharping at right guard, and Charlie Heck at right tackle. It was just a completely different starting five, and yet they they beat the Chargers 41-29. to Wouldn't it be nice to have a repeat performance like that? It certainly would, but it's going to take a lot to get things turned around for the Texans. So I had a chance to catch up with Haley Elwood on Behind Enemy Sidelines this week. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston. You can stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network. You can count on a reliable connection for all your devices Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. We're going to catch up with Haley Elwood, and we're talking some Chargers this week. All right, so the Chargers are coming off a 38-10 loss to the Jaguars, and I feel like we were on Justin Herbert watch uh, throughout the entire game. So uh, he played all four quarters with the rib injury. How do you think the Chargers are going to handle Herbert now heading into this week's game against the Texans? Yeah, really quick. We were on Justin Herbert watch all pregame. I have never seen so many people with their iPhones out waiting, including myself at the tunnel for him to potentially walk out after an active came out. But the watch continues, if you will. The good news is that according to head coach Brandon Staley, he did not suffer any setbacks in that game. The flip side to it, he's not fully healthy. This is going to be, it's the rib cartilage fracture. It's something that's going to linger for a while, according to Staley, according to Herbert, whoever it is. And as a quarterback, when you get knocked down, when you get pushed around, I can only imagine what that feels like. So in terms of maybe his load for this week, I would assume it's probably a similar practice load to last week where he was limited for a couple days. He had a rest day or hey, if he's feeling better, maybe they ramp it up. But I think ultimately the one thing that isn't going to change is the communication. And that is one thing that Brandon Staley has been really great between himself, Justin, the athletic training staff, the medical staff, everyone working together to make sure he is ready to go and as comfortable as possible too. All right. Well, the injuries have just really been piling up for this Chargers team because aside from Justin Herbert, 
We saw the news Monday morning early that left tackle Rashawn Slater was out for the season. We saw Joey Bosa leave the game with a groin injury. Those are two really big, important pieces, literally big, physically big, uh, pieces of the offense and defense. Who steps up in their place and how do you replace the loss of two guys like that? Those losses are huge. The loss of Slater is immense just because he came in as as a rookie last year. He was a pro bowler, all pro. I mean, the guy just crushed it. And he's so fantastic as a human being as well. So it's just gutting when that happens. But I think at that left tackle spot, they're going to look at some options in-house right now. One of those is Storm Norton, who filled in for him after he went out last week. Another potentially is rookie guard tackle uh, Jamari Salyer out of Georgia. Brandon Staley said, you know, they're going to keep their options open. They're going to look in-house hey, if it doesn't work, maybe go outside, try to find something. But the one thing that he doesn't want to do is start moving so many guys around on that offensive line. They've battled through injuries already. Corey Lindsley missed the last game with a knee injury. So Will Clapp had to step in for him. So you're just trying to keep that continuity as much as you can up front. And then as for Bosa, look to second year outside linebacker, edge rusher, Chris Rumpf to make an impact opposite Khalil Mack. You can also maybe factor in Kyle Van Noy, sort of moving him around and maybe even someone like Derwin James, depending on how creative they want to get with this defense. It might be a little bit of like a creativity by committee sort of approach here to replace a guy like Joey. Yeah, and I I want to ask you about Khalil Mack, but first let's talk about Austin Eckler because I know fantasy people everywhere are wondering what is going on with Austin Eckler. He had such a big breakout season in 2021, but in the run game, he hasn't put up those same numbers. It almost seems like it's flipped and he's putting up more numbers in the receiving game. So how much of a surprise is that through the first three games for the Chargers this year? It's a huge surprise. And one of the storylines for the Chargers this entire offseason and training camp was who's the backup behind Austin Eckler. It was this competition for that second running back spot. But right now they need someone to step up First, they need someone to step up out of the gate because they're just not getting it done on the ground. Brandon Staley and offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi have said it's just been hard to establish an offensive rhythm. And you could attribute that to maybe some of the injuries on the offensive line, some of the changes that they've had to make in games, but it just isn't clicking right now. You also get into situations like last week against the Jaguars where you have to pass. You're in passing situations because you get down. But I will say this, with a quarterback who is dealing with an injury, as Justin is, you need to get that ground game going so you take the pressure off of him. So hopefully they can kind of retool. I know Austin is certainly motivated to get going. And that's something, look, it's still early on in the season, but you hope to get that right sooner than later. All right. Well, we saw a familiar face catch a touchdown last week. DeAndre Carter, he used to be the return man for the Texans. He was a receiver. Um, I know Keenan Allen's been dealing with injury, but what have you seen from Carter since he arrived uh, with the Chargers? Do you expect to see his role grow? So I do. I'll say this. He has been such a joy to get to know as a person off the field and just having conversations with him. He's accrued a lot of years in this league. So he's one of those kind of savvy veteran guys during training camp. We knew about his return prowess. He caught touchdowns almost every day and from every quarterback, whether it was Easton stick, Chase Daniel, or Justin Herbert. And he got the attention of everyone going, okay, this guy can do a little more than obviously just be a returner. But if you want to look at the impact that he has made, go to the Kansas city game in week two, the end of the game, Justin Herbert is injured. It's third and one. Herbert has green grass in front of him. He refuses to run because he's in so much pain. So he just kind of checks the ball out of bounds. So you're dealing with fourth and one. He hits DeAndre Carter straight down the middle for 35 yards on just an absolute bullet. And one of the things that I thought about when that play happened 
was during camp, Herbert called DeAndre Carter friendly to the quarterback. I think Brandon Staley did too. And so I had asked DeAndre, like, what does that mean when you hear that phrase? And he said, a lot of it comes down to technicality and the technique of sort of shaving and coming downhill so you don't get undercut. But I think a lot of it also comes down to maybe being a security blanket and maybe Herbert in that moment thinking, hey, this guy knows what to do. We have that rapport already. And so he's going to come in. I think obviously, you know, we'll see what happens with Keenan this week. But regardless, he sort of cemented himself as having a role in this offense. All right. Fun fact about DeAndre Carter in between his stints with uh, I want to say it was between Philly and San Fran. He took up substitute teaching and he was a substitute teacher. And I asked him what subjects he taught and he taught everything. I think he even helped coach the debate kids. So it was like English, math, science. I mean, I, I should have asked him, what did you not teach? But a uh, really smart guy, because then he came in and they, they were like, he's teaching other people the playbook. I said, well, yeah, he's a teacher. It makes sense. It makes sense to me. It's so cool. That's one of my favorite stories about him. And I remember I I had asked him about that too. And he said, as much fun as it was teaching the impact that he had on those kids is something that he'll never forget. He said, he still keeps in touch with some of them. And that's just, he does. Yeah. Cool. It's just so cool to hear that because these guys, you know, you forget some of them like him who have sort of paved their way in this league and maybe gone about it not so linear. You've had to kind of divert and take these road stops and, and stops along the way. It's pretty cool though, to see it sort of pay off and, and see even how something like that can leave an impact on him. All right. Well, this offseason, the chargers made some pretty big splashy moves because the AFC West just as a whole was making big splashy moves. So they added Khalil Mack and JC Jackson to the defense. How have they lived up to expectations since they've signed with the chargers? I know expectations were really high heading into the season. Sure. So I think you had to kind of load up right in this crazy AFC West and this division is a little different right now. I mean, it's still early than maybe we anticipated it being over the summer, but looking at JC Jackson, we've only seen him right now in week two against Kansas city. He had off season ankle surgery towards the end of camp. He's been dealing with some of the residual effects of that. He was held out of last week with what Brandon Staley called inflammation, but We'll see what that brings for him this week. Khalil Mack looked like the Khalil Mack of old in week one, man, against his former team in the Raiders. He had three sacks in that game. Once Joey Bosa went out in week three, he got a little quiet, but, you know, I think he's one of those veteran presences that he he knows what to do. You don't have to kind of worry about him. He'll get it going. But I also think some of the other offseason signings like Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Sebastian has influence and, and former ties to Brandon Staley when they were on the Rams together. Those guys have been key in making plays up front. So these guys didn't play together in the preseason. They were held out. The Chargers are one of those teams that doesn't play their starters. So they're sort of building as they go throughout the beginning of this season. And you hope, though, that these guys will kind of make some plays and and get things going, too. All right, Haley, looking forward to the matchup. Chargers-Texans week four here at NRG Stadium. Pleasure. Can't wait to see you here in Houston. DP, thank you so much. Great stuff from Haley, a little bit of a a dancing, dancing routine as we try to figure out who's playing and who's not for the Chargers. But, you know, the guys that are on IR are definitely out for this game. So good insight as to what the Chargers might do to make up for or at least try to account for some of those losses. A Sunday's game starts at noon back at home here at NRG Stadium. It's on CBS. It's on Sports Radio 610. And if you want tickets, go to HoustonTexans.com slash tickets, because after that, the Texans are on the they're on the road. They're away for a bit. 
I think they're on the road to Jacksonville, then they got to buy, then they're on the road again. So maybe a month before you can catch a home game. So weather's supposed to be beautiful. It's October. It's football time. And uh, come out and support your Houston Texans. We'd love to see you out at the games. And that's going to do it for this week's Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.